This is a CNA podcast. Now, Health Matters with Daniel Martin. Thank you so much for joining me, everybody. The colonoscopy is what I want to discuss with you today. It's one of the most powerful tools that we have that could hopefully, you know, with regular usage, regular proper screenings, could turn back the tide in terms of the fact that colorectal cancer is the leading cause of cancer death in Singapore. Now, the colonoscopy is a powerful tool, and I'll tell you why. Not only is it able to detect the presence of a polyp, which could become a precancerous growth, but in that same sitting, in that same procedure, it could remove that polyp. So that's why it's seen as the gold standard in terms of screening and hopefully even preventing the development of colorectal cancer. So we have the tool. I know it's challenging for a lot of people to to think about wanting to go for it. I've talked about it for years on my show and the power and the benefit of going for it. I've gone for one, okay? I'm going to put it out there, but let you all know. I've gone. I needed to see what it was like, right? So I can talk about it. So I've done it. I know what it's like. And I want to talk about how it's advancing even more because my guest is here to tell me about AI-assisted colonoscopy, which is going to make it even more powerful and fine-tuned and effective. Dr. Melvin Look is joining me, Medical Director of Pan-Asia Surgery Group. He's a general surgeon with a special interest in gastrointestinal surgeries and endoscopies. Dr. Look, welcome to the show. Hi there. Hi, Daniel. Good to be back. Very good to have you back on the program. Remind my listeners, so I talked a little bit about the power of the colonoscopy. What, what does the procedure entail exactly? What's happening? Okay, colonoscopy is a very simple medical procedure. Um, we put you under sedation for about maybe half an hour or so. Um, when Once you're asleep, we, we put a flexible um, telescope up from your bottom to check the entire colon. Um, we visually inspect every part of the colon. If we find any small little polyps, we remove them at the same time. And as you have mentioned, this is the most important part of the colonoscopy. Detecting polyps, which may be precancerous, removing them um, you know, before they become cancer can virtually uh, eliminate the risk of you getting colorectal cancer. Exactly, but it's also about knowing who should be going for it and how often one should be going for it, right? What do we know as the advice? Yes, I think the, the advice is quite uh, based on a lot of evidence that uh, polyps start to grow when we approach the age of 40 or so. This is because our cells get older, they're more prone to genetic accidents that leads to mutations in cells and that causes a uh, Precancerous polyps called adenomas. So once we we get to the age of forty or so, we start to develop these polyps. So everyone should go for one from the age of forty-five to fifty onwards. And if uh, you've gone for one, you should be clear for the next five years. So uh, regardless of whether you have a family history of cancer, regardless of whether you have symptoms or not, uh, you should be going for a colonoscopy just for screening. And it's probably the most important medical test or screening procedure that you can think for for yourself, that you can go for yourself. Anyone, male, female, whether or not there's a history in the family, you're over the age of 40s, talk to your doctor about when to start scheduling one, and it clears you for five years after that as well. Very good to have that general advice. So now it's a lot easier. I, I, clearly, I went too early. Lah. I'm 42, but I've already done mine. Um, so that's interesting. I'm curious, though, why are we seeing such high rates of colorectal cancer? Why the leading cause of cancer death in Singapore? 
Uh, it's partly uh, familiar or genetic in, in people who have family history, but in the majority of patients, they do not have any history at all. And this is due to our lifestyle, um, uh, the diet we eat, um, and also obesity contributes, smoking contributes as well. So uh, uh, living a kind of a, uh, a developed uh, world lifestyle increases the risk of uh, colorectal cancer, decrease in the amount of fiber you take, uh, increase in meat and processed meat. All these uh, are, are carcinogenic for the colon. But here's the thing. We have a powerful tool in this colonoscopy. How are you as a surgeon actually able to detect the presence of a polyp? I mean, this is why in the past I've talked about the importance of preparation to give you a good visual acuity, things like that. That's right. So the, the, the three most important things in having a, a high rate of a detection of uh, adenoma, adenomatous polyps or the precancerous polyps are, you have, number one, you've got to have a very clean, well-prepared colon, very clean colon, so we can visually inspect every part of the, of the colon. Uh, secondly, um, it also depends on the skill of the endoscopist in exposing all these areas so that you do not miss any part of the colon. Uh, and of course, you, the colonoscopist could, should be skill, skillful enough to reach the end of the colon end of your colon for almost all the cases that he does. And the third uh, important uh, aspect is that the endoscopist should be able to recognize these polyps. Some of these polyps can be very tiny, a mm -hmm. couple of millimeters. Uh, they are usually, polyps are usually raised. They look like a small little nodule on the surface. But some polyps are flat and they can only be recognized by uh, color change in the, in the lining of the, of the intestine. So um, it is... Um, there is certainly a small uh, risk of missed adenomas, and depending on the studies that have been quoted, this can uh, range in the region of um, uh, maybe a couple of uh, percent, maybe two to, to uh, two two percent to about twenty six percent of patients may have missed lesions. And in, in other words, it was not detected uh, during the colonoscopy when it was there. And that's the reason why some patients get interval cancers. Mm. Interval cancers are cancers that develop. Uh, before your next colonoscopy is due, say we say five years, and before you reach five years, you develop a cancer. And that is most likely due to a misadenoma, mispolyp. Two to 26% is a wide range there. <laughs> Correct. Depending on the study which you choose to believe, yeah. Because here's the thing. I mean, it's you're relying on the visual acuity, how clear it is, the nature of the, 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 the procedure, um, the doctor being able to recognize it. How long, how much surface are you covering uh, in the intestine, how much how much surface area are you looking at here? Uh, by the time we go in into the colon, there's probably about a, um, a meter of a scope, in, maybe wow. 70 to 80 to, to 100 cm of scope that's inside. Uh, and uh, the time where we look for polyps is when we withdraw the scope. Okay, we flush and make sure it's clean. We withdraw and we look visually inspect all the parts of the colon. Um, but as you can imagine, uh, th there are two things going on here. Vis you are technically you are, um, manipulating the scope and visually your eye is moving from point to point looking at all these polyps. So uh, it can be quite tiring uh, sometimes and sometimes you can miss a polyp. Imagine in a typical endoscopy, colonoscopy, uh, you're, look, you're talking about maybe about 50,000 frames, uh, 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 you know, running at maybe about 25 to 30 frames per second. Sometimes a small, tiny polyp can, be on, can only appear in a couple of frames. So 
there is a chance that uh, if you're not careful, uh, you may miss the polyp because your eye may not be looking at that visual field at, you know, at the time the polyp appears. And that's why we're going to find out about the power of AI-assisted colonoscopies, which do happen here and could really um, uh, reduce that potential risk altogether. But before we leave off this particular segment, I do want to very quickly squeeze in, Dr. Lo. I mean, have you heard from patients, like, are they more open to the idea of the colonoscopy now? I know medical coverage is including it, so that's making it easier. But still people are a little bit hesitant, a bit resistant to going towards it. Um, I, I think the, the the resistance is having having he- heard stories about you know uh, patients feeling uncomfortable during yeah. the procedure and all that. But I think uh, all this is in the past. Yeah. You know, uh, it should be a totally comfortable procedure. The preparation should not be too difficult. You know, it entails a bit of bowel flushing and all that, mm. but it should not be too difficult. And um, I think a lot of patients uh, are very receptive to colonoscopy. Uh, we've done a lot of patient education, and pe- people are actually coming forward to having their uh, screening colonoscopy done. So I think that's a good thing, and we should see more of it in the years to come. I should hope so as well. Dr. Look, what is the nature of AI-assisted colonoscopies? What exactly do we mean by this, and is it happening now? AI colonoscopy essentially uses the computer to help us detect polyps. They do not uh, diagnose what type of polyp it is. It just helps us to detect polyps. And essentially, this uses um, artificial intelligence, deep learning technology, um, where they can um, uh, um, use, the, the, use neural networks that have been trained and validated using thousands of parameters, using millions of images that have been uh, confirmed to be polyps. And uh, they've taught the computer to identify this, uh, these, uh, these, these polyps. And this happens all real time. So while you're doing the endoscopy, if a polyp appears, the computer is essentially very, very fast. It just, uh, they just highlight the polyp with a little green box so we, and, and, a, and a little alarm goes off so that our eye can you know, catch the polyp before it disappears. So I think this is a very useful tool um, and it's been found uh, by studies and randomized studies to help to increase the adenoma detection rate by up to about 14%. Is this something that's being researched or is this happening in clinical settings? It's happening now. It, it, this is all, the research has all been done in the, in the past few years and uh, this is a clinically uh, used tool. In fact, it's a quite a well-validated tool. Um, various manufacturers have come with different systems. Uh, it is a, a sort of a little uh, addendum that is added to the standard colonoscopy uh, unit. So you can buy the AI uh, unit to, to aid us in detection of polyps. Uh, and I think this is very useful because the more polyps you detect, uh, the less risk of you getting cancer in the future. In fact, uh, the data shows that for every 1% increase in uh, adenoma detection, uh, it results in 3% decrease in your chance of getting cancer. That's huge. That every, set, every, every percentile matters. And it's interesting, I was going to ask about the technological aspects of it. It doesn't mean that there needs to be a big change in the nature of the procedure or the equipment or the technology that's being used. It's just the add-on, that's it. Correct, that's right. Um, so, um, I mean, from a financial point of view, it doesn't add very much more cost to the procedure. Uh, it does add a little. I think probably, I'm not sure, but probably in the quantum of maybe $50 or so. Um, and the cost should go down the more people who uh, if the more people use it uh, as the usage increases, the cost should go down. Um, and it's not something that uh, you know that, that's 
that is uh, too technically difficult. Mm. In fact, it doesn't change the way we do endoscopy. It's like having a very experienced uh, uh, mentor standing next to you and say, hey, that's a polyp. Right. You know, so we, we do not miss any of these polyps. Uh, for the surgeon like myself, I love it because um, I'm more relaxed. Uh, I can concentrate on my job of exposing all the parts of the colon. Uh, and I know someone is there to help me to detect this polyps when it appears. So at the end of the day, you know, we're more relaxed, we're, more, we're less tired, our eyes are less tired. Um, so if you do, a, say, a couple of procedures a day, you know, typically I would do maybe about three to five colonoscopies a day. Mm. You know, it, it keeps me nicely rested and fresh for the next case. Yeah. I mean, look, anybody who's stared at Excel sheets all day long, you know what Dr. Lo is talking about, okay? Like, the more you're staring at Excel sheet, you do feel drained and you feel wiped out. And the likewise here, they're looking for, like, these life-altering polyps. I mean, the way I could liken it or draw an analogy to is... You know, we all know how to drive. For drivers, you know how to drive. But then now new cars have like lane assist technology and then the blinker on the side that warns you if somebody's in your blind spot. It's just a little indicator there. You know how to drive. It's not changing how you drive, but it's giving you that extra information with the presence of the technology. And that seems to be what this is doing here. I would add on to the analogy, uh, Daniel. I would say it's, it's like using face detection technology to identify a terrorist. Yeah. Imagine you're driving along Orchard Road, you're concentrating on driving, uh, but you've got to look around and look for terrorists. Let's say you're, you're on, a, on, on, on patrol duty. Mm. You, know, you've, you know how to recognize a terrorist, but your, your eye has to dart from side to side while you're driving the car. You know, it's, this, this really helps you because whenever the computer detects a face that looks like a terrorist, it can tell you straight away. So, you know, it's, it's, uh, I think it's a great, uh, great uh, tool to help us uh, increase uh, the accuracy of colonoscopies and also decrease the uh, protection we can offer you. And if I'm very confident about my, my uh, colonoscopy, I can say, you know, Daniel, the next five years, you know, five-year guarantee. So, Dr. Look, remind us, the evidence is there. We're, we're seeing that with the presence of AI-assisted colonoscopies, we're reducing the miss rates, we're improving um, um, the ability of the doctor to you know, functionally perform more and feel less strained and drained from doing these as well. It's essentially improving the opportunity to save lives here. And we have the evidence for that? Uh, yes, we have. Uh, in fact, there's quite a lot of number of studies which have found that uh, that um, AI colonoscopy increases the adenoma detection rate. Uh, like I mentioned just now, there's a, a big randomized control study uh, which shows that uh, with and without the colonoscopy, without with and without the AI, uh, the adenoma detection rate, the polyp detection rate, uh, increases from 40% for the control group, which is pretty good, 40% from the control group, to another additional 14%. Okay. Um, the, the generally regarded uh, um, quality metric for colonoscopy for us is that we should detect uh, uh, polyps in 30% of males undergoing colonos colonoscopy for the first time above the age of 50. So it should be about 30%. For females, it should be above 20%. So having a control group that is detecting 40% of polyps is actually very good. They are very good endoscopists. But adding the AI uh, actually increases it by 14%. So that's a fantastic uh, improvement, I would say. And if you multiply that with the 3% reduction in risk of getting cancer uh, in, the, in, in the interval to your next colonoscopy, I think uh, 14 times 3, uh, you know, how you, you can do the maths. So is it happening in Singapore right now? Are, are Singaporeans and people in Singapore benefiting from such procedures? Uh, it is a 
available in certain hospitals uh, in, I think, uh, one or two of the restructured hospitals and also in some of the private hospitals. Uh, not everyone has it, um, and I think... Um, my hope is that everyone would, every every hospital and, and uh, endoscopy center should equip themselves with this in the future. Because again, somebody might be off. You don't need to meet certain requirements to, to, to go for this procedure, this add-on. It's just the AI assistance, that's all, right? Correct, correct. There's no additional training or, or additional um, requirement that you, that you need to... And my risk AI. profile doesn't have to be different in order to qualify for this, right? Technically speaking. Uh, no, in fact, everyone should go for it. In fact, in some countries which are offering this, patients are actually going to centers that offer the AI rather than centers that do not offer the AI. So uh, patients are actually driving themselves to facilities and surgeons who use this technique. And the thing about this is it can continuously evolve. I, I don't think that polyps are not going to change a lot over time, are they? The data set's going to be large and continue to be bigger. Are we going to see different types of polyps emerge? I mean, I remember talking about flat polyps with you many years ago. Yeah. That was about it. Uh, I, I think uh, the, the, the fantastic thing about AI is that the more data that we have now, the more data that we input into the system, uh, the better is it gets at detecting these polyps. So it's, it's going to get even better and better in the future. And if we're talking about future advances, you know, like uh, advanced color, uh, scopes that can look backwards, you know, you can't have a surgeon having a look, you know, having a really um, all, all, all round view, you know, of the, of the, of the colon is really very, it's really, really very tiring to do a scope, and you have to look all around the colon, you know, backward cameras and all that. So, in the future, AI can assist in, you know, all these new technologies. I think it's really a boon for, for colonoscopy and endoscopy. And on top of that, costs may not have to go up that much at all. I mean, in some estimates, it's maybe an additional fifty dollars per patient, um, as to its current scenario as well. Doctor, look, what an absolute pleasure. Thank you for your time and for filling us in on this latest development in the colonoscopy sphere. Dr. Melvin looked there, Medical Director of Pan-Asia Surgery Group, a general surgeon with a special interest in gastrointestinal surgery and endoscopies as well. This has been Health Matters. Download your favorite Health Matters podcasts right now at cna.asia slash listen. Before making any decisions based on the information in our program, please consult a medical professional.